Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of This Date in Weather History is sponsored by NHTSA. A child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's, and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Tragically, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke, and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child. Always look for your baby before you lock. Welcome to this date in weather history for Saturday, September 18th. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. By September 1926, the population of Dade County in the city of Miami had blossomed to more than 100,000, more than doubling from the census figure of 42,753 in 1920. And construction was everywhere. New buildings were constantly starting on Miami Beach, which had been built across Biscayne Bay on a series of small barrier islands, bulldozed from their mangrove beginnings. Most of the new residents were unfamiliar with tropical storms and hurricanes. According to the National Weather Service, on September 11, 1926, a few ships in the Central Atlantic reported a tropical system moving west. It passed north of the Leeward Islands and Puerto Rico on the 14th, 15th, and 16th, avoiding normal channels of Caribbean information. In those days, before satellite pictures and reconnaissance aircraft, the hurricane remained somewhat of a mystery with only a few ships reporting to tell of its existence. As late as the morning of September 17th, with less than 24 hours before the Category 4 storms effects would begin in South Florida, no warnings had been issued. At noon, the Miami Weather Bureau office was authorized to post storm warnings. When barometric pressures began to fall rapidly around 11 p.m. the night of September 17th, hurricane warnings were posted. The eye of the hurricane passed over downtown Miami and parts of Croconut Grove in South Miami around 6.30 a.m. on September 18th. Most of those were unaware that a strong hurricane was approaching. After all, the warnings had been issued at 11 p.m. the night before when most people had already gone to sleep and were rudely awakened as the storm smashed ashore. The residents of the city unfamiliar with hurricanes thought the storm was over and emerged from their places of refuge and out into the city streets. People even began returning to the mainland from Miami Beach. But the law only lasted 35 minutes, during which the street became crowded with people. The worst part of the hurricane, with onshore southeasterly winds bringing a 10-foot storm surge onto Miami Beach and the Barrier Islands, beginning around 7 a.m., and continuing the rest of the morning. At the height of the storm surge, the water from the Atlantic extended all the way across Miami Beach and Biscayne Bay and right into the city of Miami for several blocks. On October the 9th, well after the hurricane, the Red Cross reported that 372 persons had died in the storm, more than 6,000 persons were injured. 
damages in 1926 dollars were estimated at 105 million, and that would be more than 164 billion in 2021 dollars. And that's what happened on September the 18th. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a brand new episode and find out what happened on this date in weather history.